This is Ralph Metzner, and you're listening to the Radio 8-Ball Show with Andras Jones. Welcome to the Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs, which we will randomly select with the help of our friend, Synchronicity. Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out in Skylar's graveyard-adjacent basement studio with the fabulous Kendall Winter. Hi there. And now we are welcoming back to the studio for part two of her bite at the pop oracle, Ilana Freeland. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you, Andras. Now, last time we were talking about you about one facet of your written work, the uh, Sub Rosa series about the uh, sort of alternate American history, and we spoke at some some length about that. And then, but there's a whole other side of your writing work which we weren't even able to get into, and that's why I wanted to have you back because I feel like we didn't we, we sort of missed out on the maybe more actionable topic. So what is that topic? I have gotten deeply involved in the last seven or eight years in what was once maligned as chemtrails. And that term I want to correct in history. That term is directly from the U.S. Uh, Air Force Academy uh, chemistry manual. I. I know it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but friends, it is straight from the military. Mm -hmm. And that is probably why I'm so unpopular in my town now, but very popular on the Internet and especially in Europe. You and me both. Is. Yeah, I think a lot of us have to go to Europe in order to be noticed. Um, Is the military's role in what is now known as geoengineering. And I have become a semi-expert on that through reading many military documents and uh, patents, all sorts of things, thousands and thousands of things and pages. Uh, And I've written two books on it. The first one was in 2014. That was just sort of a meat and potatoes cataloging of what we knew then about the chemtrails and geoengineering. It's called Chemtrails Harp and mm-hmm. the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. And it has over 600 footnotes just for those who think that I just sort of wrote it yeah. like a <laughs> gossip column. It's hardly that. And then that led to yet another layer peeled back. And I attracted some experts from the CIA and from the American military and from PhDs 
who helped me to see into the next phase of the so-called chemical trails coming from jet engines, and that is the Space Fence, which is run by Lockheed Martin, number one military contractor in the world. And so I wrote Under an Ionized Sky, From Chemtrails to Space Fence Lockdown. That came out in 2018, and since then I have been a busy girl traveling, speaking, doing lots of radio interviews, and, uh, and I'm trying to write the third and last book on this topic. By then, I will have expended my basic wisdom, and that is on synthetic biology and what it has to do with what's falling on us from the sky, what we're breathing, what's going into our, past our blood-brain barrier, and creating Alzheimer's uh, off the charts and, uh, uh, and uh, various neurological diseases. So very, very important. I see now that it is probably the most important thing I've done in my life, despite having done many things that I thought were important at the time, and they were. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in this movement uh, that m- mostly takes place on the Internet. Right. So, uh, and I'll... I'll uh... I'll put links in t- into the blog and into the show notes so people can listen to sort of more in-depth interview with that. That's We don't have as much time to really get into this as I'd like. But if you would pick one specific point of like, this is something that people need to be aware of when you hear people talking about geoengineering or chemtrails or any of these things, what's like the one salient point you feel like everyone should be aware of that maybe contradicts some of the propaganda? There is so much propaganda, and I'm so sad that people have bought the farm on lies. The one most important thing is through this wireless system, and you know I don't own a cell phone, Mm -hmm. right? There's a reason. Through this wireless system, they have, and through what we're breathing into our lungs from what's being purposely delivered, aerially, through rockets and jets primarily, we take these nanoparticles into us and they go into our bloodstream and they go past the blood-brain barrier and they virtually and realistically plug us in to a massive infrastructure that has been built all in the open, but silently under national security, all around us, the, to- the whole globe. This is fascism with a twist. And the twist is the changing of the human being into a cyborg model of transhumanism. And this is my great concern. Certainly concerning and, uh, well, more than concerning, terrifying. And so, like I said, we're, I'm going to provide uh, links where people can hear you talk in depth about this. If all you heard was this, that one sentence, that should definitely make you curious to hear what else is there, whether you believe it or not. I mean, if you choose not to believe it based upon just hearing it without figuring it out, then, well, then you're just, who cares what your opinion is? But let's get down to your question for the Pop Oracle, Ilana. I know that you you bit you've been through this once already in the last week, so you're you know you're probably 
have this format totally down. What is your question for the Pop Oracle? It's actually a burning question, and it's uh, similar to the one I asked before. I Before I ask the question, what does it mean when a person runs their life from mission to mission, which is basically how I run my life. This is how much does someone's personal life interplay with their public life? In other words, how much do we owe ourselves to have this wonderful, full, rich, artistic, personal life, and how much do we owe the society, the nations, the world we've chosen, I feel, to be born into at this time. Where is that line? The line between... The personal life and the public life. Okay. Well, now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. Wheel of Eight. Song number four... Which is the sky is green. Wow.
the sky was green Please don't say what you don't mean Cause I would believe anything I'm just going to cut in here for a second, folks. You know a podcast is starting to really take off when the host has to interrupt the show to give you some really important information. Well, we've got to that point. And let me tell you, when I'm editing the Radio 8 Ball show, I keep some pretty crazy hours. I can't afford to hire a personal assistant to go out and pick me up a snack in the afternoon or a bottle of wine at night or a breakfast sandwich any goddamn time I want. Who do you think I am, Dino Stamatopoulos? Anyway, that's why I'm pretty excited about this service called Postmates. It's a personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever I can think of delivery service all year round. No more trips to the store. I don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates is going to deliver anything to me. That's what it says here, anything. All I got to do is download the app for Android for me, but if you're an iOS user, they have one for you. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track my delivery 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates is going to bring it to me within the hour. Anything I'm craving. Hey, Postmates, I live in Washington State where marijuana is legal, so I'm going to hold you to that. You are the largest on-demand network in the known universe, which is all we can really speak of with any authority, the unknown universe being unknown. And you do have more than 25,000 partner merchants. So I'm going to bet that's certainly a possibility. Anyway, here's the exciting part. For a limited time only, Radio 8 Ball listeners are getting $100 of free delivery credit for their first seven days. And to start free delivery, you just have to download the app right now and use the code 8BALL. That's 8-B-A-L-L, 8-B-A-L-L. Eight ball for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Anything, anything, anything. <laughs> Go figure. Just download the Postmates app and save with the code eight ball. And now, back to the musical divination. And that was The Sky is Green from Kendall Winter, the answer to Ilana Freeland's question about the balance between the personal, between our personal and our public lives. And that definitely, I don't know about the answering the question, I'll be curious to see what you got out of that, but it certainly reflects the context of your work and the things that you were discussing. Uh, Kendall, do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? It's a beautiful song. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think that, well, for me, when I wrote that song, I think I was just realizing how persuadable I am and how much I want to believe the people around me that I love and how much their thoughts on me and imposed on me gave me, made me think about myself. Like, I, you know, like you are, I felt like, oh, I am who they think I am. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and then that whole experience of like, wow, like I need you to think this of me because that is who I like. I, I see myself through your eyes a little bit, and so I was a little bit reflecting on that experience and trying to explore that thought. I suppose. Are you aware that you, when you sing the line about winking, that you wink? 
Did I do it now? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> then, like, Music just gets in your body. I think I've performed that song often enough that I just do it. You now. just do that. I, when that you... was totally not thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, on a thoughtful wink. Just... Um, or maybe I'm just saying that and, and you're believing me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, it really happened. It I have really been happened. known to wink during that song, but I didn't. That's funny. Oh, uh, it's good. You're Muscle a, memory. You're a natural, just as a natural performer. <laughs> so, Ilana, what do you think about that? Is the answer to your question, and maybe you can dig into your question a little bit more. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not just the balance between. I mean, the balance between public and private life is something people refer to as if it's obvious mm-hmm. what the difference is. <laughs> It's not obvious to me. Mm, yeah. Not, not at all. Here I am writing books, basically for populations who don't read anymore. Mm-hmm. They do cell phones. Yeah. They do visuals. They do YouTubes. Podcasts. Podcasts. But uh, I really am writing the books for 50 years down the road when somebody, a whole bunch of people, wake up and say, what the hell happened back then? And why wasn't anyone writing about it? Right. Because that's going to happen. And your song was so perfect because it is that that ease with which we believe consensus reality and those around us who reflect it back to us as being the reality. It's much easier to do that and feels much better that we're part of the crowd, mm-hmm. that we're... We're safe, we're warm, we're happy, it's not unpleasant, and yet all the United States military has done in the world, I mean, I'm a 60s person, I have never forgotten, never, mm-hmm. not, not even for a minute. Mm-hmm. And that has become my personal life, dissent, but not in the sense of marching in the streets and um, and yelling about things. I do it in the way I live because this is a long haul I'm in for here, 50 years uh, now. You know, I mean, I'm 71 now, still on the trail. But I do find it unfortunate that the people around me are so willing to just go the consensus trail and then to judge me as being a conspiracy theorist, having missed, I mean, there are people who think I've really missed the mark that I could have been so much more. Uh, I was on the, you know, I was on the top 10 universities trail at one time. I was going to be the PhD political wonder woman. Uh, and, you know, the 60s happened to me and made me look deeper into everything, including my personal life. Right. That's what I got out of your song. I loved it. It was perfect, I thought. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and perfect as someone who knows you a little bit, as I do, I just think it spoke so much to exactly the things that you are so devoted to, which is getting the truth out and speaking to people who, like I said, who maybe have been, have bought, have believed something that was, an, that was untrue. I mean, that, that refrain that comes back, uh, don't say things that you don't mean. I know that the song, I mean, the song is obviously written on the personal level, but as, if we, what, what do we say? Zoom out. If we zoom out, yeah, zoom yes. Out. Uh, which is, again, like a, like a space fence. Zoom out to, to 
to beyond the the space fence basically and look back and see well there's so, there is there's a lot of misinformation about almost everything absolutely and then what do you do with that how do how do you get back to first of all like alana's saying like it's one thing to be able to clear your own mind and to be able to clearly see things as they are but then to then bring that out into the world and to be confronted with this consensus reality and that's based upon a lot of inf misinformation and navigating every one of your communications with people having to basically tear it down and start start at the beginning okay well let's let's see what what is it that if you say this is a conspiracy theory or whatever what let's find the place where we can agree do we agree that i don't know science is real okay well then let's talk about science right but that's a lot of work it's a lot of work to have to educate every individual person you talk to about the thing that you are an expert at well and then from the other side it's a lot of work for people to say you know well ilana how are we going to learn what you know you've spent years <laughs> of your life studying this stuff and that's why we wait for the experts to tell us about things as complex as technology Mm -hmm. science right and and i understand that and it is it is a catch-22 it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't yeah. but we have to try to understand what's really going on because i think it drives a, a real human being yeah yeah and that's that's uh what i try to represent is a real human being a real individual i'm not a feminist mm -hmm. I happen to be female, but I am an individualist. Oh, absolutely. And mm -hmm. I have trained myself in thinking and research uh, and writing, of course. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to leave here to go on a radio interview with an MK Ultra survivor. I mean, most people don't even know what an MK Ultra survivor is. Well, and I know half yeah. a dozen of them well. MK Ultra, so, so for those of those who don't know, MK Ultra was a uh, program run by the U.S. CIA. CIA, practicing mind control techniques on mo a lot of kids and a lot of children of military families. And, it, and a lot of that came out in the 90s during the Clinton administration when they declassified some nuclear records. And so, and am I, am I right? The, the radiation studies yes. were, were that. And then there have been many, there have been many forays into it to expose it. But the CIA is extraordinarily clever. And MTK Ultra is still going on now, but it's done remotely through uh, implants. And uh, I mean, it is, it is bigger now than it's ever been. And what term do you use? Because that's all gone black. Right. So anyway, I do know this woman. I'm helping write her book about her, what happened to her, and I'll be on a radio interview with her. She is a Chinese-American uh, computer analyst and engineer raised and, and trained in China. And apparently they are using a lot of Chinese now for the mind control programs uh, because uh, for a variety of reasons. So um, she is one of these people struggling to remember because, of course, they wipe memories as well. Yeah. When we had David Robux on last week and we were talking about how uh, there's something – I'm more comforted by people who are willing to look at the dark stuff than maybe people who ignore it. And at the same time, the stuff that you're talking about – 
to accept that you know the, the all of the, you know you to accept mk ultra to accept geoengineering to accept the idea that we are all being bioengineered out of our humanity these are things these are concepts that it's much easier not to think about because it's sense like you don't have any control it's a it's it's tough it's, it's tough. a tough situation a that tough we time. find ourselves in but Very we are time. you know we are uh, we are in living in an apocalyptic age so get used to it right <laughs> so well well thank you ilana and I, I i i really appreciate your making time to come down to this basement one more time for us mm. and to share this information and like i said i'll include all the links and if people have the stomach for staring into the into this dark truth then uh, then I'll make sure they know where to find you. Great. Thank you so much, Andras. And thank you. That song was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.